right, good evening, everyone. Welcome to lovely Hutchinson, Kansas, where Nate and I are here in the studio. We're going to bring you another To The Point, just a really short podcast. Just a couple of things have been bouncing around our minds, things we want to talk about and just get out there, maybe things we're working through, just to get your thoughts or maybe help uh, you work through something yourselves. So one of the things that I was talking about or thinking about that's been bouncing around in my mind, and it kind of hit an epiphany for me tonight in the gym was... They, we were talking about some of the consumption of alcohol that people do. And then when they're, when they're going through working, say, you know, you're, you're doing some sort of a task that is, is taxing on your body. And people sometimes drink because that, you know, that drunk feeling helps you get through that task because it's not painful. And then that got me thinking on pain. And so I personally think that pain is something that we're going to have, like, no matter what in life, pain is something that we deal with. Pain is something that we can't get away from that we can't not do pain is weakness leaving the body yeah and so like so for instance what, what i'm getting at is because everybody's probably like like where is this guy going with this is so you drink while you're doing that heavy task or that thing that that you know would make you feel sore or would make you not want to do it because it's painful well you just took that pain and moved it down the road is all you did because if that's like your go-to of alcohol or drugs or whatever it is to avoid some of that pain now, you're going to deal with it more later. You're going to have health problems. You're going to have psoriasis of the liver, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, which is going to take all of that pain and kind of bundle it up into later in your life. Plus, you're going to have depression for the next couple of days after you drink. And <laughs> yeah. And so that was kind of my thought process of like no matter what we're dealing with pain. So if you go to the gym and you kind of eat right and you know those are little bits of pain every day versus dealing with pushing that pain off and just constantly drinking or doing drugs or just eating crap food all the time or whatever and dealing with it later on in life when it's like this big bulk of it now the flip side of that coin is happiness I personally feel like happiness isn't necessarily guaranteed, whereas pain is something that is guaranteed. Like, are you going to have happy moments in your life? Yeah, sure. Like births of kids, marriages, etc. But I think happiness is something that is the inverse of pain. It's something that you have to kind of create, you kind of have to do. I see a lot of people that just go through life living for the weekend, right? You you go to work on Monday and it's like, oh, Monday. And then Wednesday comes around. It's like, oh, hump day. And then, you know, Friday comes around. It's TGIF. And then, oh, yay, the weekend. And then you spend your whole weekend like binging or doing whatever it is you're doing. And then by the time Sunday comes around, it's like, oh, all over again. And then where I think people are doing more existing in their life versus living. That's kind of where I'm at with, with doing things with my kids and like, I can't necessarily afford, I guess, per se going on a ski trip. Like I'm doing my best to kind of come up with cash flow of just working extra shifts at the SO or any, any way that I can to make money. And the only reason I'm doing that is this maybe not necessarily the best financial decision as far as like making my money stretch as long as I could, but I'm, I don't want to exist. I want to take my kids skiing because I have really good memories of skiing with my dad and working through the literal ups and downs and falling and, and the successes and stuff. So for me, it's a, it's a thing where I don't want to exist and I want to create that happiness. So I was saying like pain is inevitable. And I think I feel like happiness is more created 
And it's not like guaranteed, whereas pain is like guaranteed no matter what. Like you're going to get old, your your joints are going to hurt, you know, those kinds of things. Like pain is something that is guaranteed. And you can do a little bit of it now and kind of prolong it over your 80-year life. Or you can avoid it now by doing, you know, drinking, etc. regularly and stuff like that. And then deal with it later on in life. So it's kind of up to you and, and how you want to do it. And I think it's a dichotomy just like... Jocko's book of there's no perfect formula you know everything works different for different people and stuff like that some people want to suffer now and enjoy life later you know they want to work their tails off and like when they retire have lots of uh have memories then instead of having those memories when their kids are younger or, you know i mean or just work 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 and never have memories well and you can do a little bit of the pain now in say investing your money planning for retirement so that later on in life you can create the happiness and what you want. And that's kind of where my thought process is. You know, we were discussing investments and crypto and stuff when we're on our way here. And that's kind of where my thought process is. is I want to do my best to set myself up for success later so I can do all those things that I'm not doing right now. And I just hope that I live long enough to do that in my profession. My, my retirement plan is, uh, is um, uh, High Point Farms. So uh, that goes under. I'm going to be a construction worker the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that. Remember, we discussed on the way here, when High Point Farms makes it big, you got to get your private course so that we can play 18 holes of golf together every day on your private course. And you we'll can see. And you can invite the PGA out. You know, they have to pay a certain <laughs> amount and stuff like that. But you can invite them out and, you know, live that high life. And my response was, I'd rather buy an island. Yeah, so you could Jeffrey Epstein it. <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> yeah. Would well, you have anything else to segue there on that? Um, I guess I just want to talk a little bit about like mental toughness and this and that. And, you know, like if you just do push yourself through that pain without the drinking, you know, like you're gonna like you're gonna be more efficient that evening, you know, that day, whatever you're working at, you're gonna feel better the next day and be able to either finish what you're doing or do another task, you know, to move forward with. I have daily battles and not necessarily weekly battles with drinking and this and that, you know, like some days like I'm good. Like I don't feel like I want to drink at all. I'm good to go. You know, sometimes like during the Chiefs game, drink a lot, Yeah, you know, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm part of me is like, I just need to, get sober and not drink but part of me really enjoys having that time with friends and family and so it's i don't know it's one of those give and take things and well i hope that didn't feel like i was trying to attack you i was just no no oh, not okay. at all i was gonna say i was just making some observations of i mean because i see people that drink pretty much daily and I, that's that's kind of what i'm talking and about that used to be me you yeah. know like when I was working at Busy Bee, start drinking four thirty. As soon as you get back to the shop, you know, <laughs> drink in the shop for an hour or so. Go out to the farm, keep drinking through the night, you know. And by the time I'm headed home at ten o'clock at night from the farm, I drink a twelve pack. I've got a good buzz going. Go pass out. Wake Dude, up the next day. I would be vomiting after a twelve pack. <laughs> <laughs> I probably would now. Back then, I wouldn't. And this isn't me trying to demonize that. I'm not saying, like, if you drink, like, you're a sinner, you're going to hell. Because, I mean, I drink. I mean, I drank when we went to Salt City that last time and stuff. But it's just, 
it's just not something that, uh, I mean, like when I get in the mood, I get in the mood and yeah. like, I'm going to kill a bottle kind of thing. But it's usually on my days off when I don't have anywhere to be or like the next two days. I don't really have much planned because my body takes a minute to bounce back from that kind of stuff. That's my biggest issue is like, I've always got something planned, you know? So if I drink, I'm doing it, doing yeah. something the next day hungover. Yeah. Yeah. I helped you plan this evening by being like, Hey, you want to go pick up your truck and record a podcast? And you were like, no, I want to go home and relax. <laughs> But I guess it's all right. It's good to be pushed. It's you, good to push through. How are you feeling today after the gym? Pretty good. Yeah, I, say, I feel really good. Um, those and changing those sets from six by fives to six by threes was nice. Yeah, yep. Yeah. I I'm a little like my mental toughness and discipline has not been good from the holidays to now, and I've got 12 pounds to lose in 18 days for my next competition. Um, and like yesterday after, during the Chiefs game, I was like, I told myself beforehand, I'm like, I'm going to drink two bourbon and waters and I'm going to eat ribs. <laughs> drink two bourbon and waters. Actually, I drank a bourbon and water and I drank bourbon and Pepsi and then I drink a beer and then I stress ate the whole <laughs> fucking game. <laughs> well, they, they, I constantly had my bowl full of chips salsa and queso and i was eating the whole time and so they they lost right yeah yeah who yeah. who were they playing i'm sorry i don't watch the nfl the Bengals. yeah the Bengals are back baby joe burrow <laughs> interesting he didn't play that great their defense played phenomenal patrick mahomes had a rough second half um it's all right chiefs will be back baby chiefs will be back i have no doubt about that well, I mean, you can't expect them to be perfect all the time. I mean, no. they're human beings just like it, us. It was really the story of our season, though. I mean, like there was times the Chiefs looked absolutely dominant and like the best team in the NFL, and they were blowing teams out. But it was only for half a game at a time, or maybe one full game. But then the next game they would lose. I mean, yeah, I don't know. It was it was a roller coaster of a year for the Chiefs and. We'll see what happens. I think they're about to go through a pretty big rebuild, which is okay. So segueing into the next thing, because I'm just going to force you into this. <laughs> Look on your face right now. No, how, how did you make the ribs? The ribs? Yeah, how oh. did you cook them? Like, let's go through that process of, because I, I can nerd out on this too. Okay, well, woke up 6 a.m. Um, and I put our, uh, actually it was a KC barbecue rub, rubbed them. And then I smoked them for three hours. And then I wrapped them in foil and I spray them down like every 30 minutes for the next two hours. Um, and I sprayed them with a blackberry bourbon and apple cider vinegar mix. Did that for two hours. And then I turned the heat up. Well, I did smoke that 150 for three hours. The two hours I did it at 230, wrapped in foil. And then for one hour, I turned it up to 315 and I basted them with uh, mustard and honey. Oh, I've never, I can't say I've ever had that combination before. Yep. Huh. High Point Farms honey, by the way. Great stuff. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it, it, they wouldn't have been as good without it. Yeah. Well, I think probably the best ribs I've ever made. So I prefer spare ribs versus baby backs mm -hmm. because, you know, they just, they hold moisture better yeah. and there's more meat. And you know, I cool. was actually really, I was, I thought they were going to be dry. Because I had, I did the three hours on my grill, and then I went to my parents to get a massage, and I left them wrapped in foil, 
and then took them to my parents. So there was like 30 minutes in there where they were off the grill and I was a little worried about that. And they, I say, I found that's usually not an issue. Um, if you can catch it with, within that first hour, uh, like say, say I've had my pellet grow run out of pellets before Mm -hmm. and had to restart it. If you catch it within that hour, you're pretty well good to go. I mean, those bones are maintaining the heat and stuff pretty well when it comes to that. But the best, I think the best ribs I ever made. So I do spare ribs, um, and I'll trim them, make them look nice and everything. And so I, I like to just put mustard on them and then put the rub on them that I want. And then I do kind of like a, uh, what, what do they call it? Like the three, three, one or whatever it is. Three, two, one is a three, two, one. Yeah. Three, two, one. And so, uh, you know, three hours at like, I do it. So like two twenty as per where I do it. But then when I wrap them in the foil, I put in, uh, parquet or like butter, margarine, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it, like several scoops, depending on how big it is of that, along with the barbecue that I'm doing and put them in the foil and finish them or, you know, do the two hours in foil with the butter and everything in there and then finish them off with the, the one hour at a little bit higher heat. To you kinda... take them out of the foil then? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they're kinda always caramelize really great. the. See, I'm not much of a sauce guy. Yeah. I like, um, and I like more vinegary barbecue like carolina style yeah more than i do like like sweet texas dude no texas barbecue. is where it's at man i i, I mean i like I can't it do that vinegary stuff Ugh, but I, I like the vinegar i don't know just just a little different I'm what a little about different what about pork butt how do you do that when you uh, do it pork butts we do kind of similar like with the um apple cider vinegar vinegar and um bourbon mix i do very bourbon i do uh I inject it the night before with what's called pork prod made by Big Papa Smokers. Um, and it's got some stuff in it that kind of helps not only season, but it's got some stuff in it that helps kind of tenderize that meat a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So I'll let that sit for 24 hours, then I put it on the smoker, and it's just basically 225 the whole time yeah, until th- it's done. And it's like, you know, it's a pretty long cook. It's like a 12 or 14 hour cook, depending on how big it is. Yep. I think, I, I couldn't remember exactly on the time, but I think it was around. 220 225 is where i did mine but the difference with that one is is i actually put it in a pan so all those juices like run into the pan yeah and then when i pull that you know when you pull that shoulder bone out or whatever that is Mm -hmm. and it just you know pulls out and it's nice and clean and then you start shredding it it goes down into all that and 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 it depends on how much there is because i don't trim the fat cap like some people like to trim that Mm -hmm. fat cap down and i don't do that so fat cap up right yeah fat cap up and if there is if there is a uh, a lot of that juice down in the bottom I'll dump a little bit of it out, but never down the drain. Yeah. I, I always put it in like a bowl or something because then I'll like mix it all together. And if it's still like maybe a little dry or a little lacking a little flavor, I'll dump more of it back in. Oh, and on the outside, I just on those with brisket and with uh, pork butt, me personally, is just like salt, pepper. That's it. Like I do, I, I do mustard, salt, pepper on the pork butt. But then on the brisket, I'll do like an like an olive oil or avocado oil, and yeah. then do like salt and pepper. Get that good bark on it. Yeah, and then with with brisket is an injection of their cattle prod mm-hmm. from Big Papa Smokers, and that really helps also make it, you know, to where you render the fat, like especially the deckle, which is in like the big thick part, um, uh, not the flat, but the point. Yeah. There's like there's a that big fat thing through there. It's called the decal, and that really helps break that down to where it renders the way it's supposed to, um, to give the flavor throughout the meat. So. I haven't done a whole lot of briskets. One of the the best ones that I I think I've done. See, I say that because um, I did it for the Fourth of July in 2020, and I 
smoked it at my house, and then I was taking it over to Chad's house. And, like, I tried it, and I didn't think it had much flavor. Everybody else tried it, and they loved it. Well, the next day, I woke up with a fever and had COVID. <laughs> That's why I didn't have any flavor. So I didn't have my taste buds at all. Um, but everybody else loved it. They thought it was great. Oh, goodness gracious. Um, but done a couple briskets and uh, prime rib. I've done prime rib a couple times for the yeah. Super Bowl. And I love just doing prime rib. Until you get it medium rare and mm, some good stuff. Yeah. Uh, prime That, that rib, cut of rib roast is just a phenomenal cut of meat. Just oh, so good. One of these days, I want to buy a the bone-in prime rib and cut it. That's cut what I did steaks. this last Christmas. Do some tomahawk steaks. Mm. Can I have an invite for that day? <laughs> sure. Um, uh, and then also pork loin. What about pork loin? How do you do that? Um, I actually did one last weekend, and I just put it on 220 for, I don't know, it's probably like five or six hours. Just let her smoke. Rubbed yeah. it down with it. We have got a... My parents make a Greek garlic, their own Greek garlic rub, and I just rubbed it with that and let it smoke and tell it was 165. Well, so like I, I go back and forth when it comes to pork. Like sometimes I want that salty, peppery, garlicky, but then sometimes I want that sweet. So it just depends. Um, so I'd have to say the last one I made, which Heather and Felicia said was really good in the meal prep before I got kicked off the meal <laughs> prep train. Um, was uh it was just salt pepper and then i did like a a garlic powder as well as like an un, like onion powder on the outside of it as well and then just put it on there and i i i didn't tie it but when i put it on there because you know how like when you put the meat on it's gonna cook into whatever shape you put it on there mm-hmm. so i like tried to kind of press it to where it was bundled up on itself versus like spreading it out like pushing it together yeah. i guess um trying to explain this via audio where you can see you, you can see what I'm saying, but, and then, you know, just to make it as thick as possible to kind of help maintain that. And it was so good, but the best one I ever made was I went to a church dinner and I got this one from big Papa smokers as well was they do one where you take grade a maple syrup and slather it on the outside along with, uh, like salt pepper, but then they do like a, a spicy. So I had habanero salt that we made from our, so we had grown habaneros in our garden and we dried them and then we put them in a blender and blended them up and then made habanero seasoning salt out of it. So we took, I took that uh, maple syrup and slathered it on the outside and then that salt and pepper, that habanero seasoning salt and pepper and stuff on the outside, but then took brown sugar and like caked it on there with it. So it was like that sweet heat. Yeah. And I took it to church and that was part of that church meal. (laughs) We had some, uh, why am I drawing a blank? Missionaries. There we go. I want to say ministers, and I knew that wasn't right. We had some <laughs> visiting missionaries. And this lady walked up to me, and she said, you cook this pork loin, right? And I'm like, yes, ma'am. And she's like, well, I'm from Texas, and I take my barbecue very seriously. And I was like, uh-oh, here it comes. Like, I butchered this. She goes, that's the best pork loin I've ever ate in my entire life. <laughs> and I was like, Hell yeah. <laughs> like I must have done something right. That's freaking awesome. So, uh, have you ever done anything weird like pizzas, cakes, anything like that on the uh, smoker? Pizzas, uh, chili. Um, Ooh, dude, chili sounds like that would be really good. I got a big, flavor. uh, cast iron, like Dutch oven thing. Yeah, right. And I just brown the hamburger sausage and stuff in there. I do hamburger, hot sausage, brown it on that in my 
deal then throw in the the beans and all that stuff and just let it smoke for like four hours do you you can tell that we're hungry right now oh as I'm we're sorry. having this podcast uh, i'm so hungry macaroni the yeah jalapeno i've done that popper macaroni yeah. so i actually stole this kind of took this recipe from my ex-mother-in-law but she did it with like it was um macaroni noodles cottage cheese sour cream cheddar and then um onions and then you top it with breadcrumbs yeah and um cheddar but i put my own little spin on it and i actually had some leftover jalapeno popper dip and i just took that cream cheese jalapeno bacon all that stuff and mix it in with it and wow it was great yeah i I made a i made a mac and cheese out there one time that kind of had like the crumbles on top Mm -hmm. not blue cheese but i don't know what they were it was some cheese that was a crumbly cheese i forget what it was but um it's like 50 dollars worth of cheese in it oh so good that's so good yeah so we're at 20 minutes and we're hungry and we just got done talking about a bunch of food so yeah you have anything else you want to add in i do not so well thanks guys for tuning in listening follow us on uh instagram facebook at the higher points you know Reach out to us. If you've got a question about anything, like we'd, we'd be more than happy to answer it on the podcast. You know, Reach out to me or Nick on Instagram or the Higher Points Instagram. Um, just let us know what you think. Leave us a review if you would, please. You know, Those really go a long way. Help the algorithm so they reach more people. Um, and uh, thanks for listening. And I uh, hope you guys all have a good Monday. Catch you next time.